Welcome back to the Women in the Business Arena podcast. Every week we dive into juicy topics for women navigating the business arena, leadership, and their personal self-development. We reframe business and life with a more feminine lens to help women find more fulfillment, freedom, and success. I'm your host, Sonia Statman, and usually I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Laura Shuk-Guzman, but today I thought I would do a solo podcast. I really wanted to share with you all some of my viewpoints around leadership. I think this is a word that we talk a lot about in the world. We talk about leadership, who's being a leader. We have all kinds of leadership programs in the world, but I feel like a lot of us and the world hasn't really explored what leadership means. So I want to share with you a little bit about my perspective on leadership and why I think it is so important, whether you're in business, whether you're in corporate, whether you're in a political position, and really just everywhere in our lives, how we are showing up as leaders really matters. So let's dive in. So one of the things I always love to do when I start off with explaining concepts that I feel like are very um, overused, if you will, is I like to define the words that I'm using. And so with leadership, the way that I define it, there's lots of definitions out there. And the definitions that I sort of choose to frame it with is one is defining and exhibiting moral and ethical courage, right? And setting an example. And I love that definition because I feel like that's what we're doing as leaders. We are defining and exhibiting moral and ethical courage. That's very different than the way I feel like a lot of people view leadership, and especially in areas like thought leadership. They see leadership as influencing others, and we do influence, but not with the intent to manipulate or control or get people to do what we think is best. Instead, it's really about stepping into our personal leadership and defining and exhibiting moral and ethical courage. And it does take courage to be able to really step into your leadership. It takes that ability to not care what others think or what others' viewpoints are, but to really align with our own moral compass. So if you've never kind of looked at that perspective or looked at that word before, it's really about understanding that it's about what's right for us. It's not about what's right for anyone else. And one of the things that this leads to in a very interesting conversation is, you know, why a lot of women struggle to trust themselves. One of the most common things I get in my program is that, you know, women struggle to trust themselves. So they end up not knowing what their moral compass says because they think, oh, if I feel this is right, but everyone else feels like it's wrong, then it's wrong. Whereas we really have to develop, and this is that leadership development and that self-development we really have to develop our own moral compass. What feels right to us? What looks right to us? What decisions do we make that are right for us? Not for everyone else, but for us. And when we do this, this is where we really exhibit and show true leadership. So in so many ways, real leadership development is about self-development. And I think in a lot of ways, the way the world has made it is leadership is about power. It's about control. But the way I view it is when we are in our own 
leadership, when we know who we are, when we're following our own moral compass, when we're in our integrity, that is when we exhibit leadership. And people do follow because of that. And they are influenced because of that, but not because we've tried to manipulate them or control them or have power over them, but because they align with who we are or because they resonate with who we are or because our courage has allowed them to step more into their courage. And in my opinion, that's really true leadership. I feel like this is such an important topic right now because People are struggling to figure out where their leadership is. They're they're struggling to understand what their own moral compass is or to trust themselves. There's so many messages in the world about who we should be, how we should operate, who we should become, how we should run our businesses, when in truth, it's actually about developing our own skills to trust and discern for ourselves. In the business program that I do in working with all my clients in my coaching program, Leadership is such a key component of that program. You know, it's not just that I'm telling people, here's how you run your business and, you know, here's the structures you should have and here's how you should market. Those structures and some of the marketing and all of that, they're important. But ultimately, it's about how they're stepping into their leadership. In what ways are they aligning with who they are? How are they showing their integrity, right? So for instance, with sales, leadership is a hugely important piece of the process. You know, you can follow a sales script. You can do every aspect of what someone has taught you around sales. But if you aren't stepping into your leadership, you're not going to sell effectively or authentically, right? So much of that leadership in sales is about knowing who we are, knowing our value, you know, sharing what we can do for someone, and then walking away from a bad fit or walking away from someone who doesn't see our value. So that leadership becomes imperative in something like sales. And that's true in all aspects of our business. But it's also true in the way we are in relationships and in the world. So, you know, I think we've got to start to reframe leadership and look at what that really means to us. And so one of the other definitions, and I'm going to talk a lot more about this, you know, right now as well, is I found this definition for leadership that says something about it's the capacity to lead. And I really think that's an important definition around leadership and one of the aspects of leadership I talk a lot about. We need the capacity to lead. And the capacity to lead means that we have space, that we're utilizing space, that we're operating in space. As women, we have such power when we allow ourselves space, right? So the way the world has sort of worked up till now was very much in the masculine, which I've talked about in many, many ways. And so what we haven't recognized is that that busyness, that fill every moment with a productive action, that whole perspective actually sabotages our genius and our wisdom. Whereas for women, when we have space, when we're when we're relaxed, when we're flowing, when we're out in nature, when we're playing with our kids, like there's all these ways in which when we truly have space, All of this wisdom comes to us, right? We're able to access all of these amazing things that we have to give to the world. Our gifts are more abundant. And so that capacity to lead is really the key to leading, in my opinion. You have to create space and capacity to access your full potential. So I think that's a really important part of leadership, who we're becoming, right? Are we accessing our full potential, are we accessing half of our potential? 
And this is a really big topic that applies to a lot of things, right? I think in the world, we've really, especially in the arenas of power, which is what I really care about, and that's really where I talk a lot about leadership, whether that arena of power is business or it's corporate or it's the political arena or, you know, it's just who we're being in our community. That arena of power, uh, most arenas of, of power are really prioritizing half of our human potential right? The masculine half of our human potential. But it's not really promoting and supporting and honoring the other half of our potential, which is really the feminine, right? That's such a powerful piece. And I believe the world is really imbalanced at the moment because we've lost sight of that balance and that full potential we have as humans. Whether you're male or female, we all have access and potential in the feminine. And the world needs that feminine right now, that caring, that connectedness, that wisdom, and that comes from space. So, you know, I love that definition when I found it, and I talk a lot about that in my leadership program. And I think it's because we need to understand that we can't just show up and be leaders when we're so busy and when we're so chock full of everything and when we're hustling, we become leaders from space. And so we have to really shift our mindset around busyness. So many of the thought leaders out there are crazy busy, right? You can look at like Gary Vee or other people who their their busyness is their badge or busyness is the thing that they do and they're just all over the place. And we sometimes think that's leadership, right? That's thought leadership or that's the people who are really succeeding. But what I've found in my many, many decades of experience in working with people is the people who have the most success understand that they need capacity, that they need creativity, that they need space to allow some of the most genius information to come through. And I think the other piece about that is, you know, real leadership is brewed rather than forced, right? So, so often we want to force leadership and you see that happening a lot in business and in corporate and all over the world really is that people are trying to force leadership, but real leadership is cultivated over time. And so what we need to do is understand that we need to cultivate our leadership in terms of ourselves, who we're being, how we're operating, you know, knowing what our moral compass is and creating more capacity. And as we develop that leadership inside ourselves, guess what? It automatically brews and creates the leadership outside of ourselves. So people start following us. People respect us. People honor us. It's not because we forced them to or we told them they need to, but they've done it because they resonate. They've done it because they can see our integrity that we've created in the leadership space. So, you know, creating some of that space for yourself is really important. And, you know, the way that we look at leadership in general, I think we need to reframe because ultimately defining leadership is really about how you define it for yourself. So I've given you some definitions. I'm talking about some perspectives around leadership, but I think it's really important to recognize that leadership is really something you have to define for yourself. And then maybe we also have to chat about why is leadership even important, right? I mean, you know, I think as I said earlier on, I think a lot of people view leadership as that, you know, ability to influence and manipulate and have power, but I perceive it as um, an example, right? So by stepping more into our leadership, we're creating an example, you know, and if we want change in the world, if we want to have impact, we have to be leaders, 
And especially if we want to create something that hasn't been created before or that's different than what is the mainstream out there, which I think is a lot of us, then we're really braving the new world or braving the wilderness as Brene Brown talks about. You know, we're having to forge a path that's very different from what most people are doing. And I feel this a lot. I feel like a lot of women are waking up and they want to forge a new path. They want something different. They recognize the imbalance in the world. They're passionate about making change, even if that's in the home, even that's just if it's in, within themselves. But I think also a lot of women want to have impact in the world. They want to change the lives of their clients if they're in business, or they want to change their workspaces if they're in corporate or they want to change things through the political realm. And so this is a really cool thing that is happening in the world. People are getting more awake, they're getting more um, challenged, and they're wanting to have more impact. But what we don't recognize is that the way that we have tried to have impact in the past is no longer an effective method, right? That's the masculine. That's the power hungry. That's the having to, you know, gain leadership at the cost of yourself or others or your family. We need to totally redefine leadership. And we need to redefine it for ourselves. And then we need to stand up and be that example. So, you know, this is such an interesting conversation as we start to explore what this means to us. And what I really encourage you to look at is what does leadership mean to you, right? And you have to start with kind of looking at the way you've defined leadership. When I'm working with women in my leadership program, and I'll share that with you in a minute as I'm rolling out a new leadership program this year. One of the things that I think is really important is that we have to first look at how we have viewed leadership. How have we defined leadership in the past, right? So, so many of us have examples of leadership that does not feel aligned with who we are right? So we have known leaders in our workspaces or leaders in our lives or even our parents, you know, people that have been so-called leaders, but they have operated out of their moral compass and definitely out of our moral compass. And they haven't had any capacity to lead and they haven't been good examples. And so their leadership was very based on power or it was based on manipulation or it was based on pushing others down. You know, there's all these sort of frameworks we have. And so one of the first things we have to do when we're looking at reframing leadership is we have to look at what do we look through now? What are the filters that we're looking through now? What is our mindset around leadership? I find a lot of women are scared to be leaders because they have old definitions that make them not want to be that, you know, want to resist that definition of leadership. So if you view leadership as power hungry, well, I don't want to be power hungry, so therefore I don't want to be a leader. And these are some of the subconscious connections we make. And so we've got to explore how we viewed it. And so if you are resonating with the idea of becoming a leader or of having some more leadership development, then one of the first things I would say is go explore what you're currently looking at. What is your current definitions of leadership? And really look back in your life or look at what about leadership you don't like. What's your resistance to leadership in the past? Or what is, what's the experiences you've had around leadership? It's really some interesting aha moments and some interesting awakenings when we're exploring what that means to us. And then only when we've really integrated and looked at what we have been seeing in terms of leadership, can we look at redefining leadership? Who do we want to be? What is our moral compass? 
What kind of example do I want to be? And as we ask that, you know, and look at those sort of answers that come up from that exploration, we also have to ask ourselves, do I have the courage to stand in my beliefs and to be who I want to be, right? And then that is a skill, right? So there's no, I mean, sometimes we might be at a place where we've done enough integration and enough work in our lives that we have the courage. And sometimes we need to keep practicing the courage because courage is a practice. It's not something that we just wake up one day and we're like, I am courageous about everything. We all have fear. We all have struggle. We all have ways we are not courageous, every single person. So every day we have to practice courage. And in leadership, you have to constantly practice courage, the courage to stand up for what you believe in the courage to be bold and honest, the courage to have a voice, even in an atmosphere where it may not be wanted, right? Where it may not be respected, you know? So that is a really interesting journey, but it's one that we all have to take if we really want to explore what leadership means to us and if we want to be leaders. The benefit of being a leader is we have impact, right? So that's really what we're talking about here. The more we can stand up in our power, in our value, in our values, and what we believe in, the more impact we have on the world around us. And so there's so many benefits to being in leadership in ourselves, right? And the ways that I'm defining it with you today, like there's so many benefits. So there is the impact outside of ourselves, but there's a lot of benefits to us as well. In a lot of ways, it's responsible selfishness, right? So when we are in our leadership, we set better boundaries. When we're in our leadership, we don't let people walk over us. We don't overown or underown our responsibility. We really take the right amount of responsibility. We're congruent. Now, if you've never really explored how congruent you are or not congruent you are in your life, congruency is a really, really important thing. It's one of my most passionate topics because when we're congruent, we're fulfilled. When we're congruent, we're happy. When we're congruent, we're in alignment. And if you've ever been in misalignment with yourself, and we all have experiences of it, you'll know how painful that is, right? It really is painful to be in misalignment with ourselves, to be operating in a way that isn't who we are, to be um, trying to be something we're not, to trying to fill someone else's expectations when it's very challenging for us, painful for us, exhausting for us. Those are all the ways where we're incongruent. When you stop caring about what other people think and you just step into your leadership, then your congruency is magnified and you're able just to feel so relieved in a way, right? I know that when I really started exploring ways I was incongruent in my life and ways things were misaligned, the more aligned I become, the more relief I have, the more, you know, excitement I have, the more fulfillment I have, the more happiness I have. Like that, in my opinion, is true joy and true fulfillment. So there's very personal benefits to stepping into our leadership. It's not just about what we can do in the world or who we affect or who we influence. It's really also about what it means for our lives. And being in our leadership and being congruent is the pathway to freedom. So almost every woman I talk to, I always ask, what do you ultimately want, right? So Lots of people are like, I want money. I want more money in my business. I want to have a voice. I want to change the world. Those are all great. But I say, but what do you ultimately really want for yourself? What's your sort of greatest heart's desire? And so many people say freedom. Well, this is the pathway to freedom, right? Really having leadership 
is the pathway to freedom. And so I hope this has been a really interesting exploration. I'm not going to go too long today because I want to be able to, you know, you're probably done with hearing my voice all by myself. It is really awesome having Laura or a guest to have a chat with, but I felt really passionate about this particular topic because I feel like it's not talked enough about. And I wanted to reframe leadership. And I also wanted to share with you that, you know, I am opening a leadership program this year. I've been doing a little bit of pilot testing on it. And now I'm actually going to be opening it up fully. And that leadership program is really about what I've talked about today. It is about the way that we step more into trusting ourselves and understanding what our moral compass is. It's about the self-development that goes along with leadership development. It's about understanding our voice. It's about being able to share our voice more. It's about creating the capacity to lead, creating space in our lives. It's really about who we want to become. And ultimately in the leadership program, I lead people to, you know, figuring out what their leadership platform is. So it's much more open than my business program has been to where I bring in people who are in corporate, people who are on political arena, or even people who are in businesses that previously I haven't worked with. So up to now, I've always worked with people in service businesses, and my business program is very dedicated to that. But this leadership program is more for anyone who's more interested in the leadership aspect of their business. So sometimes what happens is people are struggling with clarity. They know they want to do something in the world. They don't know what the leadership vehicle looks like. Should they have a job? Should they have a business? Should they be in politics? Like, where is that leadership platform? So one of the beautiful things about this leadership program is the first part of it is really unfolding that clarity so that you know what leadership vehicle you should use. And then ultimately, I help you develop that leadership vehicle. So whether it's a business you know, a corporate job, but you want to be able to position it in a way that has more impact for you or more fulfillment, or whether it's, you know, sort of a political arena, political platform. These are all ways in which I really help people create something that they can have a lot of impact in the world. But it all starts with that personal work, that self-development work, that leadership work that's internal. And from there, clarity develops. And from there, your vision develops. And then ultimately, you can create a platform. So I wanted to share that with you today because it's pretty new. It's something very exciting that is sort of my life's work, I feel like. And it's very connected to what I've been doing in my business program because leadership is the key to that program as well. But I feel like I'm opening it up to a a new set. So if this is something you resonate with, you'd be interested in, or you just want to um, connect with me around and ask more questions, feel free to connect with me. You know, you can go to sonyastatman.com. You can go to mywomeninthebusinessarena.com you know, for the podcast. And really, you can just connect with me and if that interests you. So I hope this has been a really interesting exploration for you around what leadership means, and what it means to you and how you can step more into it for yourself. So I'd really encourage you to go explore it, you know, journal about it, write about it, think about it, feel about it. What does leadership mean to you? What have your previous definitions done for you? And how have they caused you to embrace or resist leadership? Because of I feel like we need so many more women in positions of power, right? And in their real leadership in those positions of power. So not just in a position of power operating in their masculine or operating in a part of their full potential, but women who are aligned, stepping into their leadership in such a beautiful way that they change the world. 
that's where I feel like we need to go as a society, as a world. So thank you all for joining me today and we will see you next week. Are you ready to step into your value, power, and voice? Are you interested in having more impact in the world? Are you navigating an environment where you could use more leadership and communication skills? Well, I am launching a leadership program called Women Changing the Arena. I've taken decades of hands-on work with women, plus my lifetime experience of self-development and leadership development to create a program that allows women to truly lead. Whether you are in business, a corporate role, or the political arena, I can help you change the world. Head over to soniastatman.com or find me on any of my socials. Let's connect. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Women in the Business Arena. We'd love to welcome you into our community. Come join the Women in the Business Arena Facebook group. You can find the link in the show notes. And if you want to learn more about me and my work, you can find me at soniastatman.com. See you next week.